us that the Mel Brooks film that I had never heard of is not in fact Love Stinks. It is Life Stinks. But there is a film called Love Stinks. 1999. Um, I'm not familiar with uh, the stars. Bill Bellamy is in it. I'm familiar with his work. Okay. It appears to be a slightly lower budget flick. That maybe did not do as well uh, at the box office. Oh, so the but movie I was talking about was Life. Life, apparently, okay. yeah. I was close. So, you were Closer close. Than maybe a I've heard it, letters here. A classic, I've heard it both ways, is actually true there, because both of those films do exist. Only one of them, though, from Mel Brooks. All right, 844-770-3776. Now, generally speaking, I don't like to predict what people are going to say when they call. But Erica in Milwaukee is a staunch Aaron Rodgers supporter. Mm-hmm. So if she voted disappointed, that that would She's losing vote her vote would be devastating. No. She would vote no before she'd vote disappointed. I would agree. Uh, maybe we're wrong. Let's find out together. Let's say good morning to Erica in Milwaukee. Erica, how are you? Oh, I'm thrilled if he comes back. Come on back. The door's always open. You get, Amen. I mean, as a Packer fan, you give the Packers the best chance to win. Let's do it. Granted, Chewy said this morning there's no possible way in heck that the Packers are winning the Super Bowl this year. So if they do anything. How can he say that? Like I said, I, well, go listen to the show. Well, no, I mean, I'm such I, a big I, fan of him because people have hated him from day one. He never really got a chance to be loved. The Favre haters, the Favre lovers hated him from Jesse. day one. Jesse. The family lovers hated him because he doesn't get along with his brother. Uh, the COVID vaccine lovers hate him because he didn't get the shot. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. You never give the guy a chance. So I guess I was willing to give him a chance from day one because, you know, what? Well, we just needed a change of pace. I guess if Favre wanted out, he wanted out. And Tausch, I don't remember when you retired, but were you part of one of the teams of 9, 10, 14, or 20? 9 and 10. All right. Well, if anybody didn't listen to the Aubrey Marcus podcast, there was some football chit-chat at about towards the end of it. And I listened to it then. And Aubrey Marcus, I don't remember if he asked Aaron Rodgers when his favorite teams were or his best teams were. And he gave those four years. And he talked about wanting a team that has good connection. I don't know what the difference between connection and chemistry is because Chewie always talks about chemistry. He wants a team where people are held accountable with reprimands and consequences. And uh, I'm trying to think of what else. There was one more thing he said that he wanted. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, those are good leadership things. I'm like, why would anybody 
anybody wants it, you know, not want that on their team. Okay, Erica, let me ask you a question then, because I think you bring up a good point. Okay, and and connectedness and chemistry and being uh, accountable to each other. Those are all we all agree. Those are important qualities on a team as a teammate, everything else. So my question for you is, as someone who supports Aaron Rodgers and look, I've been in that club and I would say that I'm still in that club, but I can also be critical of him when he does things that I think aren't in line with those things you just talked about. Do, do you think? From the outside looking in, I know neither one of us were in the locker room all the time. But do you think he did everything he could to foster that connectedness with this past year's team if that's what matters most to him about what makes a great team? Did he do his part? Well, I mean, I guess I'd like to hear why he didn't come to be with the young wide receivers, but I guess I'd also like to hear, like, what connection like how do you create connection like what does that mean to you like you know to a couple it's hugging and kissing and snuggling and stuff with football players and guys in the locker room is it you know fist bumps high fives pats on the backs going out to dinner saying hey dude i'll buy you a drink because that was one heck of a touchdown catch like i don't know what that means maybe couch can help out because like i said he was part of the team he was part of some of the teams that Rodgers listed, and like I said, I don't remember if that was the best connection teams or the best like teams he considered like Super Bowl possible winners. I don't remember because, like I said, I only listened to like the last forty podcast. minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was yes, a lot. I only listened yeah, to the last forty minutes. So if anybody has a chance, I played it in the background, and when it got to some football talk, I kind of turned up the volume and said, "Maybe sure. I'll." You know, listen to that. All right. So, Tausch, let me, and thanks for the call, Erica, because you brought up, I think, something really interesting. Because, Tausch, one of the things that bothered me most last year was that whole thing with all the mental errors that he's talking about it on McAfee. And then he responds by saying, Well, if anyone had a problem with it, I'm right here. They're welcome to come talk to me about it, but no one's talked to me about it, which I thought yeah, was I, obtuse. Yeah. And when. When that came out, when when that quote was out there, I, I said, "Well, that's just not going to happen." If you think Christian Watson's going to go over as a rookie to an eighteen-year, and Aaron knows that. Now you could sit there. What what you could have is Aaron could sit down and say, "Listen, we can't have this. What are you seeing? How are you handling it?" And that's where that connectedness and all of those things come from: having relationships with the guys and understanding what how they tick. You know, Aaron, I always loved arguing with him. I'd love to get in different arguments with him. That's, it's fun. It was fun. You know how to push guys' buttons. You understand what makes a player tick. That is the job of leadership on, that, on football teams. And when Aaron says these teams are connected, and I think why he likes veteran players so much is because he understands who they are and he understands how they operate in relationship to the other guys in the room. And when you have... Randall Cobb in the receiver room, you know that he's going to have guys a certain way. But when you have four or five other guys that are young, it's really hard to kind of corral that part of it from a leadership standpoint. You need that balance and that mix that it takes a lot. That's why it's so hard to win. It's It changes every year. The formula changes. It's not Coca-Cola where you're just mixing the same batter they tried to do something different. It was a complete collapse. They had to go back. There ain't no going back in the NFL. You get too old. 
You have to keep tinkering with that formula to get it. It's not going to be perfect in September and October. That's why what's been great about Matt LaFleur up until last year is that the teams keep getting better and better, and you're peaking, and you give yourself opportunities to win. And right now, I think that's that's the what Aaron Rodgers is talking about, and that's the formula he's looking for. Never got it last year. Never figured it out. And crit- criticizing him about not being there in the f- spring was valid because you need that part of it to get to where you need to be at the end of the year. There is a process. It's not a quick flash flash right. fry. It takes time. And and we all we all have been on teams. We all there are always pockets of friendships that are stronger than others, right? You certainly know that from your eleven years in the NFL. Uh I don't know to what degree he made greater efforts to improve that connectivity. Okay? I know his connections with David Bakhtiari and his wife and Randall Cobb and his wife, extremely strong. Right? We know that that was their Friday night crew. And he has every right to go out with the people he wants to go out with on Friday night. Like this idea that he needs to spend his away-from-the-facility time with guys is not fair to him because that's not how it works. But to what degree, if he talks about how important that connectivity is, to what degree did he step outside of his comfort zone to try and improve it with guys that he didn't know as well that were young players who were not going to be the same type of guys that he has hung out with that he's preferred to hang out with. Because if you say that your favorite teams were the four that Erica mentioned because they were connected, and you admit that this past team wasn't connected, you as the team leader are part of that. You have to, and I would hope that he, I didn't listen, I did not get to that part of the podcast. I would hope that he acknowledged his role in that. Because if they weren't as connected and you are the supreme leader of that roster as the quarterback and the Pro Football Hall of Famer, then what didn't you do to make it more connected? And I don't think that that's an unfair question to ask him if that question ever gets to be posed. 844-770-3776, 844-770-3776. Jesse, I know you are inundated with text messages. Um, which we will get to some of those. We also have a ton of responses to the poll question in the field already, which is already up to nearly 1,000 votes. But I do want to get to Chef Ed and get to more calls. Ed, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, guys. I want to start by saying I would love to attend a game with Erica. We would have great conversations. She's one one of my favorites. And I I wouldn't use the word... Happy or disappointed, I would use if he came back ecstatic. I'd be ecstatic because I don't believe Jordan Love is the answer. I mean, I'm sure Jason, you know the song about a Jay Giles band. Love stinks. Love stinks. Yeah, that, that, what, when we said love stinks yeah. earlier, I thought we meant the Jay Giles band song. But Mel Brooks, tomato, tomato. Yeah, so I would be, I would be, I would be totally ecstatic. And I, I hate to take things off track, but do you guys, do you guys believe in karma? Or omens, because last week you had a topic about last last week you had a topic about your favorite uh, memorable Wisconsin moment, and I texted into Jesse that mine was a uh, Al McGuire sitting on the seat crying when the '77 championship team when Marquette won the championship. Well, this past Friday at the restaurant, 
we had a group of 22 in the restaurant, and it was members of the 77 Marquette Championship team. And I got oh, wow. to go out and talk and meet with Bo. I got to go out and meet and talk with Bo Ellis and some of the other players. So I, that was like karma and omen. That, that was really uh, pleasurable for me. That's awesome. That's an awesome story. And uh, I did see that they were doing that at the Marquette game. Thanks for the call, Ed. We appreciate you. That's a cool story. Um, I don't know if there's any karma right now for where Aaron Rodgers is going to end up. Apparently there's a dog Twitter handle from Barstool. Is that right? Is it, This is an actual – there's a dog that tweets? Yeah, that and that I is? think this guy breaks news. This, I think his dog's name is Leon. Dog Leon. That's what Jews with Lenny, who is – uh, Mina Kimes' dog. This is a different dog? It's a different dog, and they're saying Aaron Rodgers is coming back. All right. So, uh, Leroy. <laughs> Leroy. Yeah, Leroy. The dog, man. <laughs> what did I say? Leon? Leon. Lenny. Uh, Ghost of Leroy. <laughs> uh, and, again, I, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not an expert in barstool sports. This guy's got some history. He's he's hit he's hit on some of these predictions, yeah, and been out in front. Per sources, Rodgers will return to play for the Green Bay Packers, barring a material change. Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we've come to. It, it, it ended with this process. This process, as much as I've enjoyed this process, I. The, the fact that we didn't make the playoffs, and I say we, the Green Bay Packers, has elongated this longer than I... I think there's a shelf life of the Rodgers scenario, oh, and it's about four to five weeks. No, I mean, I, I'm going to keep going. I'm uh, this. It There is a shelf life. I feel it from our fans. I understand it. It is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. The time is coming. Uh-huh. It needs to be here. Uh-huh. And I think from the Packers fan standpoint and from the organizational standpoint... You do have other holes, and there's openings now. Uh, you're seeing really good football players being released, and you know the Packer way is if they can, they want to Julius Peppers things, not Zadarius Smitham. Yeah, they want to get Great comp. Line. They don't want to give up those comp picks. They like picking up guys that are released and yep. not free agents because that goes into that formula that the Packers have manipulated as well as anybody to get picks, whether it's Kendricks from Minnesota. I really think Floyd from the Rams is a defensive end. The The business is picking up. Combine ends, times get moving. All that tampering and all that stuff, a lot of sure. deals were done last weekend. Yeah, It's time to get moving. And while we want to give Aaron Rodgers time, he's had longer than he's ever had because they didn't make the playoffs. Correct. It's time. As the late, great Kevin Green said to Clay Matthews, it, it is, is time. time. And it is. Come also, on home. Let's go. It's also time for a break. We'll get to your texts and some of your calls. 844-770-3776. 844-770-3776. The poll question has crossed a really interesting threshold in terms of percentages. I'll tell you what it is next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio. Hey, 
if you're at a payphone, as Adam Levine sings here with Maroon 5, dial 844-770-3776. Will you be happy or disappointed as a Packers fan if Aaron Rodgers returns to the Packers? Now, I, I would say this. Jesse, I know we didn't have Tausch for a large portion of the last two days of last week. We were not all Rodgers all the time. We talked about a lot of different things. Even when Tausch was able to join us. A lot of his travels. A lot of bowling. Um, certainly uh, a lot about you losing to Ben Bruston bowling for sure. Uh, 222 to 195, if I recall oh, the final the score there. Appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, you didn't hear about that on Bullstream TV, though. You kept that under your hat. Sure did. They're releasing the video, by the way, of Brust and I at 3 o'clock this afternoon, conveniently right before their show so he gets first dibs on talking about it rather than during our show so that I could address it. Funny how that works. Uh, I'm not really all that interested in you addressing it, but I'm sure you will tomorrow anyway. Uh, The poll has crossed the 1,100-vote Rubicon, and disappointed has 66% of the vote. 60% 60% of respondents to this poll will be disappointed if Aaron Rodgers returns to the Packers. Boy, that's a big matzo ball out there. How did we get here? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think I know. I'm asking it rhetorically. How did oh, we get well, here? Pat McAfee. Me. Pat McAfee got us here. Um, I don't think this is COVID-related. I think this is all about... This last season, he would not have been at this point. I think the hemming and hawing, and the fact that he almost retired last year, and when he got the money and everything that he wanted, it was more about I think, all right, now let's be a great teammate and go finish this thing off strong. And then the season unwinds the way it did, and then this all resets. I think that's it's one thing when you're winning. When you're not, you don't get a break on stuff like this. We all understand great talent becomes there's going to be more to deal with. Goody has said it. Ron Wolf has said it. Everybody understands that. But it just, I know I pound home a few points on this show a bunch, Eddie Lacy. It comes back to anybody. Jordan Love could have been 8-9. When you're paying $60 million a year, $50 million a year, whatever that number was last year, this year it's going to be 60 you expect greatness. And when you don't get it, with, with great payment comes great expectation. It's true. That didn't get reached. And all that other stuff gets picked at a lot more and dissected when you have an extra three weeks of dissection process because you don't make the playoffs. That's where we're at. That's how we got here, which when we started this show five, six years ago, could you ever imagine this? Our listeners, our fans, who we are the we are a very pro Rogers operation for a lot of years. I still am. Sixty percent of Packer fans say I'm gonna be pissed if Aaron Rodgers announces he's coming back. Well disappointed. Not pissed, but disappointed. Among those disappointed, though, will be, as you put it, pissed. No doubt. No doubt. 
844-770-3776. Let's talk to Jane in Sun Prairie. Jane, good morning. Welcome to Wilding Tows. How are you today? Hi, this is Gene in Sun Prairie, and I just wanted to let you. Sorry, Gene. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. That's okay. It's not okay. It's your name. We got to get names right. (laughs) Thank you, gentlemen. I really am part of the minority, I guess, on the poll. I think Rogers is coming back, and I want to tell you a couple reasons why I think that. I really believe that he wants to end his career on a high note. He said on Pat McAfee, clearly he does not want to go to a rebuilding team, so he's not going to go to the Jets. That's, I think, completely off the table. I think he also is a very thoughtful person, and I think he's been just um, really taken to task by many folks over this retreat that he went to in darkness. Mm-hmm. And I think that sort of plays into his thoughtfulness. I think he's a very intelligent man. I think he's thoughtful. And he wanted to just sort of dig deep and figure out where his life was going and what he really wanted to do. And he felt this would be a good way to do this. So I respect him trying to find an answer to his to these sure. big decisions he has to make. And I, I really think last year was very unusual in that his number one receiver was traded away. He clearly missed Devontae Adams. Very and much. that was a big problem last year. He also broke his thumb, remember? So he was not at his physical best in that year. And he didn't really have time to develop chemistry with young new receivers. I think he feels that that can change this year. He now knows that some of this was his fault, that he has to dig deep, try and come back, not get hurt, work closely with these new young players that have now had several games to be seasoned. And I think he really has an ego and would like to end his career on a high note and not go out being tarred with what was a very bad season last year. And part of it's his fault. So I think he will decide to come back to try and rectify that situation. So, Gene, what's taking so long? So why? Listen, I wanted him to say this in December. I wanted him to come up and say, listen, man, all the speculation, I'm excited about our young players. Thing, I busted my thumb. This season hadn't gone the way we wanted, blah, 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 blah. But he's not. And I don't know why he's well, not. Think, why do you think he's not? Well, I think, okay, I think that he has a process he likes to go through. He likes to travel in the off season. We've seen that. He loves to visit different parts of the globe and, and seek experiences. He wanted to do this three- or four-day retreat in the darkness, and he wants to kind of get his head on straight to figure out what he really wants to do. He also, though, I think has certain loyalty to the Packers. He actually says this on Pat McAfee, you know, I'm under contract. I'm not a free agent. So that is part of the calculus here, and it just takes him a while to come to a decision. So I respect his ability to be thoughtful. I don't think we should try to force him into a PR blitz in December when he's not ready for it. And I think he'll probably come back and try and finish on a high note. I certainly hope he does. Gene, let me ask you yeah, one thing Gene, before, thanks for, before we let oh, you go. go ahead, let me ask you this. Sure, do you like Aaron sure. Rodgers? I do. I think he's okay. very intelligent, very mm-hmm. thoughtful player. I, I, I think... That that uh, not to go Rorschach on everyone again, but thanks for the call, Gene. We appreciate it. But I, I thought a lot of the things Gene said make perfect sense to me. 
I does. feel like it feel. I think Gene sounds a lot like I sound when I'm thinking about what I would like Aaron Rodgers to do. And I hope that that is what he does because that is what she laid out is a not a beautiful mystery. It's a it's a really beautiful path for him forward if he really does care about legacy and all those so, other things. Agree. And Gene Gene's points are valid on a lot of fronts, but what I'm saying is this isn't a 9 to 5 job with 30 weeks of vacation. <clears throat> you can do all of the stuff that Gene just mentioned Aaron do the darkness retreat all this correct he can do that while also saying I'm, I'm coming back baby absolutely I'm coming back because that sets the tone and my question is why doesn't he say that why isn't he doing that maybe maybe I've underestimated his potential retirement I still am not going to just because in my heart of hearts I don't buy it but maybe that's more of an option than we all think. We've all poo-pooed it because of the money. Maybe that's more valid than we think. Because otherwise, being a football player is hard. You have to be committed. That's what makes it hard. There isn't the uh, sitting and not doing And I think he's always going to put his work in. But there's also the mental side of it. It's a hard job. You got to be all in. You got to be fully committed to do it. Maybe he doesn't want to do that anymore. That's uh, something we have to look at. I'm not I'm not entirely convinced that it's the money or anything else. For me, I just think that he's I, I will be really surprised if he legitimately doesn't want to play football anymore and he thinks he can find the competitive thing somewhere else. Uh, it doesn't for me it doesn't go any deeper hey, than that. News flash for everybody. You can compete in business. You can compete in everything else. You ain't getting the what right. you're tasting now. There ain't nothing that's hitting your palate that's going to do it. And that's that's, that's the number one reason so I don't hard. think he's retiring. That that for I me agree. that's the number one reason. So hundred percent agree. Given with you. that, does he? To what degree does he care about legacy and all these other things and ending his career with the Packers on a high note, spending his entire career with the Packers? I don't know. He didn't address all those things from his darkness retreat. But I do want to know how much the desire of the Green Bay Packers, not the fans that have responded to this question, but the Green Bay Packers themselves, how much that influences how much he wants to be back with them as well. And if he finds himself wondering, huh, I mean, I know McGinn doesn't cover the team anymore, but do you, boy, I wonder if Goody really did say he's disgusted with me. I'm curious about those types of things. I would have liked to have asked. Aaron Rodgers, those types of questions. Aubrey Marcus didn't ask them. I would like to at some point. We'll see if that occurs. In the meantime, we all just have to chill. Just have to chill. And there's no better way to chill than with the Blue Mountains. Uh, Blue Mountains everywhere down in Dallas this weekend. Coors Light brewed with a three-step cold process. Cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged. So it is made to chill. And it just, I don't know. I don't know if, Jesse, you like to have a Coors Light from time to time. It just, it feels better when there's sunshine and man yeah. we had great after we weathered the storm thursday great sunshine great beer great chilling great beer mountains on the coors lights cold activated bottles and cans you know i wanted them blue and were they blue that's when i knew it was chilled to perfection this was coors light in my hand when i needed a moment to chill celebrate responsibly coors brewing company golden all right i know 
we've got a few other calls on hold, so we'll get to those next. So if you're on hold, stay there, 844-770-3776. Jesse has been inundated with texts as well, so be sure to share your thoughts via the Wilde and Tausch Talk and Text Line and in our poll question, which is now approaching 2,000 votes, on whether you'd be happy or disappointed if Aaron Rodgers came back to the Packers. We'll talk more about it next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance. Four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. The poll question as it stands now. If Aaron Rodgers returns to the Packers, as a Packers fan, I will be blank. Happy or disappointed? We have gotten below the 60% threshold. Now at 59.4% of you will be disappointed. 40.6% of you will be happy. Uh, as one uh, Timothy chimed in on this, and I, I don't blame him for viewing it through this prism, this is damn disappointing. Mm. So I believe he and Gene are in the same category there. Let's take some more the calls. The polls disappointing or the Rodgers? No, the results, I believe, is what he... I, I don't want to speak for Tim. But I took that to mean the results. Uh, also, there's an interesting tweet I want to get to, but I want to get back to the phones first. 844-770-3776. Let's talk to Ruth in Milton. Ruth, good morning. Welcome to Wilde Tausch. How are you today? Fine, fine. Um, I had voted happy. Um, I think I would regret very much if he didn't work out his career with the Packers. Um, he's going into this next season healthy and healed from injuries. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that he has a lot of good days ahead of him. By now, he knows the newer players better. He's better, happier mentally and physically, and we would really regret it if he went somewhere else, and we yeah. missed out on the rest of his career here. So, so Ruth, let me let me ask you one follow-up because that's what I do now. I ask follow-ups after I missed my opportunity with the quarterback uh, a couple years ago. Um, when you say all this, this tells me that you believe, and this is another question that I would ask fans especially the ones that are voting disappointed. You believe that he still has plenty of good quarterback play left in him. And I believe that, too. I do believe some of it was self-inflicted on not spending more time with the young guys and not understanding that they weren't going to do things perfectly and the broken thumb and everything else. 
but you believe that he has more good quarterback play in him, and you want him back because you want him to play that good quarterback play with the Packers, not someone else. Is that fair to say? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm with Ruth, and here's the problem. I'd be curious, and thanks for the call, Ruth. That's a really good point. Tausch, I'm curious, do the people that are voting disappointed about him coming back think that his best days are over? Or are yes. they just sick of his shtick? No, it's both. Again, it comes down to if he's playing MVP football, this poll isn't this way. If it was what he did, if we did this last year, even with the Hemmen and Hahn, it would not be this way. Everybody, it would have been 80-20. You better bring Aaron Rodgers back. The Jordan Love component to this, this is a 3-4 layer deal. Why the polling has changed. Jordan Love is right at the top of the list, but it's the team didn't make the playoffs, and Aaron wasn't the MVP that he'd been. The His personal stuff and his irritating people, that is low on the list. It's high, it's high on the thought process, but from the list standpoint, it's Jordan Love and the team didn't win. Those are your top two reasons why this thing has swung the way that it has over the last eight or nine months. Okay, so then my follow-up question to you on that is this. Are we really of the belief that given the extenuating circumstances, some of which were his own creation, in my opinion, on not doing his part to be more prepared to be better with guys that aren't named Devontae Adams and aren't as good as him? Because, look, I'll be honest with you. I have been spending some time after we had our, what do we call it, the Gar Garmot? Garmot? Is that what it was? Greatest Aaron Rodgers moment of all time. We did that about a week and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, the Garmot. Yep. So for the State Journal, in preparation for Rodgers' possible retirement, trade, return, whatever, my editors asked me to put together 12 for 12, his 12 greatest moments. And I'll tell you what, some of them were in 20 and 21. They don't make my list because there were some other really, really great moments. But I've gone through a lot. I've spent a lot of time on the YouTube. Do you believe that the same guy that did some of the things in 20 and 21 has now evaporated and is a broken down, not going to be able to do it anymore guy? based on what you saw in 2022. You always say the league comes at you fast. You always say that about Eddie Lacy. Are we? Are there that many people that really believe that about Aaron Rodgers? Because if there are, then I can at least respect your vote on disappointed a little bit more. If you really, truly believe that. I don't. I don't believe that he went from back-to-back -back MVP to Garbanzo. And I, I'm surprised that there are as many people that think that as there are. Well, I mean, his own GM thought that two years ago. His own GM thought two or three years ago, whenever he drafted Jordan Love, that the end was near. And we all now assume because Tom Brady, and Tom Brady didn't play good football last year. Don't, don't let everybody tell you, oh, he had the most yardage. He was not a great quarterback last year. And he knows that, and that's, I think, a big reason why he's retired. You get old. Aaron Rodgers is not as escapable as he was. And if you don't believe me, was it the Tennessee Titans game where he pulled a RPO down, and in the old days he runs for a first down, and it is no sweat, and he didn't. It, that part of his game is not as strong. His arm, his mind, that stuff he still can elude a pass rush. He's still a high-end quarterback.
But there has been, from a physical standpoint, he is not as elusive with running the football and getting out of the pocket as he was. He's just not. But can he still be a great quarterback? Absolutely he can. That's why I want him back. I still believe. But there's others that don't. And that's the, the part trying to figure that out with the component of Jordan Love that makes this situation very interesting to figure out how it's going to work out. Tausch, uh, again, if he's looking for ways to improve his uh, the way people are voting for him, maybe switching to AmFam would be among the ways that he could garner a few more votes because then people would like him more because he's an AmFam teammate like the rest of us. Yeah, and if you don't like him and he comes back, you know what? Brewer fans. We got the Brewers as well. American Family Insurance wants to give you and three guests the chance to win the ultimate game day experience at the April 3rd home opener to kick off this Brewers 2023 season. Again, that is a tight ticket. Home openers are always full. AmFam's giving you the opportunity. That with along with an all-inclusive prize of a travel stipend, field-level tickets, an ex-golf reservation with food and beverage, a private meet-and-greet with a potential big old hug from Bernie Brewer. And I bet Bernie will probably let you go down the slide, too, if your parents aren't helicoptery like Jason. <laughs> Enter today at AmFam.com slash Brewers. That's AmFam.com slash Brewers. No purchase necessary. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. It wasn't Bernie Brewer, but on Friday night calling a prep mania game at Stoughton High School, ran into Dan Kelly from American Family Insurance there, cheering on the DeForest Norskis. So it was kind of fun. Got a big hug. for. Well, I got a handshake from Dan Kelly. We didn't go in for the hug. Was it a bro hug? or was it? That's interesting. I don't know bigger fans of the DeForest Norskis than Jason Wilde and Dan Kelly. What? A couple of great fans of the Norskis. Go Norskis. They lost. Purple and gold. No, you can't win them all. We'll get to your texts next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. Thanks for all your calls on this. Got some interesting tweets as well. But, Jesse, I know you've been working very hard getting texts from Jane and Jean and Ruth. And Hey, Jason, I have not seen, I, I know it's I, I, because of Pella and the monthly thing, uh, Mark Murphy must have done his Packers.com deal. What, what was his comments on Rodgers? Uh, nothing. What? Nada. Zilch. No. Zippo. Zero. Nobody no. asked him about Aaron Rodgers? Nobody asked anything about Aaron uh, Rodgers? Well, I can't say that no one asked him. I can tell you that of the five questions he answered, none of them were Aaron Rodgers related. That I can tell you. You know what that means. What do you think? What do you think? So, how does that work? If they send a mailbag out and they just ask a bunch of questions, and Mark picks what he wants to answer. There's a there's an email right? address. Uh, I think it's uh, Murphy takes five at Packers dot com. I would venture to say, let's say they get ten thousand letters, and that's very possible on Packers dot com. I would bet 
85% of them are Aaron Rodgers related. Would right, you agree? Chicken, chicken little over there. We, we got your point. How does it feel? Guy that runs the Packers is a chicken. I wouldn't say he's chicken. I, I understand why he doesn't answer it. Sometimes I mean, I what he, he does say? what he shouldn't, frankly. I know. I don't he think did he's that a old chicken. deal where he's a complicated. I think, honestly, I don't blame Mark one iota that he is not. I just was curious because I always know the beginning. Of, there's usually something kind of newsworthy in the offseason that Mark says on there. And I would think that with all of this Roger speculation, there'd be something we could dissect. Mm-hmm. But when I didn't see anything or hear anything, I wasn't sure maybe he took a week off and is doing it this week. Uh, no, it uh, it ran. I read it. There was nothing of import. Sorry. What? Okay, stop. I don't think I don't think that's a fair depiction of the team president. And he didn't even like me, and I'm still willing to defend him. Uh, what do you have on the text portion of the talking text slide, Jesse? All right, I've never heard. I thought it was Dan in Muscoda, and I thought that might be like a type of wine, but apparently it's Muscaday. He says the scode. Dan in the scode. Yeah. I don't know. If I Muscaday like is how you say that. Yes. Hey guys, long time listener. For me, I am very risk reward in my thinking. And to me, I think the risk of losing Jordan Love, whom you've invested heavily in and apparently believe in, outweigh the reward of keeping Rodgers two years tops. Our team is not going to be better than the 2020 and 21 teams, and therefore a Super Bowl with Rodgers in the next two years seems very unlikely to me. I think we have a better shot at a Super Bowl within six years if Jordan Love amounts to anything. Love you guys. So interesting that his concern, risk versus reward, is the risk of losing Jordan Love, not the risk of moving on from Rodgers, him still being good for someone else, and Jordan Love not being very good. He feels, and I don't want to mischaracterize this, the greater risk is to lose out on Jordan Love turning out to be really good for somebody else, then it's the risk of Aaron Rodgers going somewhere else and still being good, and the quarterback that you're left with not being. That's why this is so intriguing. Because Aaron Rodgers, at best, is playing two or three years. Jordan Love, you hope, is going to be really good for 10 to 15. And just like back in 08... And we'll do this later this week, the Favre-Rogers. The, the parallels are unbelievable. I just saw Mike Silver's piece. He's scurrying after uh, Mark Murphy down at the Combine, and I think he got him to basically laugh about how you know, similar the Aaron Rodgers-Brett Favre thing is. It's intriguing to me in the fact that had Favre won with the Vikings, would it have been the same? It would, would it have been the same vibe even with Rodgers winning with the Green Bay Packers in 2010? Or do you feel like you could have done both? That's You're always judged. You can't ever go through your decision-making and strictly base it on results. Right. You have to have your process. You have to know what weigh all things and figure it out. But the results are your grade. Correct. That's how your legacy is determined is by how that works out. If the Packers stay with Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love wisely, in my opinion, would push to be moved, and Jordan Love's really good, you're going to get a bad grade. 
even if Aaron Rodgers goes, now if he wins a Super Bowl, as we see with the Rams right now, you win a Super Bowl, you get some leniency because it's so hard to do it. That's why these decisions in this week are going to shape Packers football, not only for 2023, but for potentially another decade. We'll get to more of your texts a little bit later. Um, I would just, again, say this. The Chicago Bears and their fans were convinced that Mitch Trubisky was going to be really good, too, until he wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that Jordan is Mitch Trubisky. I'm not. But you have to acknowledge the possibility that it's not going to work out as well as it did with Rodgers after Favre. Everyone loves potential. Potential is the siren song that we all listen to as we drive our boats into the shore and they crack apart. That's what a siren does. She's, you got that right, pesky, Jesse? You yeah, look confused. Sirens, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what Jordan Love is, but I'm a little surprised at how much the narrative has flipped for a lot of people. Especially for people that only saw 10 regular season snaps against the Eagles. And sometimes I think that the stuff about how good he looked in practice, which again, I didn't see him either, because we weren't in there for the 11 on 11 periods. How good he looked in practice during the season? There's part of me that wonders if they're just trying to convince themselves. Maybe not. Maybe that's what they really saw. But it makes me wonder. We'll kick off the 11 o'clock hour coming up. want to remind you, I don't know about you, I'm looking forward to spring. Tausch just got done with the fall-slash-winter hockey schedule. Now he's looking forward to the spring hockey schedule. I'm looking forward to spring, and I'm looking forward to getting my patio ready for the season. And Fleet Farm can help me. I can check out all the deals on all the top brands of patio furniture, gazebos, grills, lawnmowers, and more. And if you haven't given your tires an upgrade this winter, Now's the time at Fleet Farm. Going on now, when you buy three select Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth tire free with installation. Get everything you need and more in one stop at Fleet Farm, proudly serving the Midwest since 1955. We'll kick off the 11 o'clock hour in two minutes, so stick around. It's Wilding Tausch.